Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And today I have an incredible human being um, that I'm going to be talking to. His name is Byron Holman. We met on Clubhouse and I say it every time, but Clubhouse, if you are not on it, you're really missing out with the opportunity of meeting some incredible, incredible human beings on there. So Byron, I'm going to kindly pass you the mic and kind of do a little intro and then we'll go from there. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, my name is Byron, real estate investor out of uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, I primarily focus on the wholesale space. That's what we mainly do. But we also do a little bit of creative finance, fix and flips, new construction. And I'm actually new to the build to rent space. Very excited about that. Um, I got about 22 doors I'm getting ready to put up in the next six months. And uh, I'm just super excited about it. So I'm new to it, but I'm coming in. I'm coming in fast. I'm not wasting a lot of time. I'm 22 properties going to be up in the next six months for sure. That's incredible. And I kind of want to get into your whole like wholesale, the wholesale space, right? Because yeah. maybe you know, maybe people getting into the real estate uh, space that are listening are like, you know, I don't know what avenue to go towards. I know there's so many. So kind of give a description of what the wholesale space kind of entails. Yeah, absolutely. So what we do, Danielle, is we we find property owners, right, that are typically in either a distressed situation or have a distressed property. Um, and what we do is we, you know, let, let, imagine this. Imagine that property that's sitting at the end of the cul-de-sac, right? And it has long uh, grass. It's Nobody's checked the mail. The mail is overflowing. A couple windows are burst out uh, and nobody pays attention to this property. That property is typically um, the type of property that we'll go after. And our goal is to get that property either purchased by someone who will renovate that property and put a nice family back into that property and, you know, and then, you know, and life goes on. But mm. to remove that property off, you, you know, out of your neighborhood from potentially being an eyesore, maybe uh, somebody gets raped in there, God forbid, or any, you know, all manner of evil takes places in these properties. We know these properties. Mm. Um, and so what we do is we find those properties and we take those properties off of the, um, you know, out of bad situations and turn them into something where a family can be in it. And, and, and live, you know, and we make a profit in that process. Uh, and I feel like that it takes a special human being to go into that avenue, right? Because there's all, like, like I was saying before, there's all different types of areas of real estate. So how would somebody really, you know, think, okay, I want to go into this space? Like, what would their thought process be? Absolutely. So I would say 
the main thing is you, you definitely want to have uh, a heart for people, right? Because you're going to have to interface with the public. Uh, you are going to have to have a problem solver's mindset, right? Because you're going into people's business, right? And people, we, we, we're messy. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. We're a messy group. And so what we typically do is we try to find uh, a place of commonality as to how we can help this person go from either, you know, because here's the deal. A lot of people end up in those situations because they have not made a decision. Mm-hmm. Most of the people we're working with, they just, they don't want to sell, don't know if they are interested in selling or not. They just haven't made, they don't want to make a decision. And so what we help these people do is make a decision and move forward with their lives. Get this property out, you know, out of your life and move forward, right? It's been sitting there for 10 years. No one's been there. Nothing is being done with it. What are we doing with this? Um, let's make a decision. And we typically will uh, broker a deal with this person. You know, let me take that back. Not broker a deal. We'll attempt to purchase the property for a discounted rate. And then we'll either buy the property ourselves or for cash, for quick cash, or we'll turn around and sell it, uh, assign it rather to an, another investor who will pay cash for it, renovate it and put it back on the market. So that's what so we do. I love that. And I, I hope that my listeners really kind of dived into what you were saying. And if they're trying to figure out what kind of avenue they want to go, and if they want to go into wholesale, this is what they have to be. So I love that. I kind of now want to pivot into Clubhouse, right? Because that's how we met. Yes. First of all, your journey on Clubhouse has been incredible. You you were, I think you were originally on the Millionaire Marathon, right? Yes. Millionaire Marathon. Yes. Late night shows, that's where you people started to see your face, right? And I know that, you know, the back and forth with Nelson and Jerry and Jonathan, you guys kind of pivoted to your, do your own thing. Yes. And you yourself have created an incredible community called the wealth community, the BOB business over breakfast community. So I kind of want you to talk a little bit about that because I I mean, I hop in there every, first of all, you hold it every every Tuesday through Thursday, right? From what are the times? 6 a.m. Central Standard to 8.30. Sometimes we go a little over, but yeah. (laughs) So kind of talk about this community and how you even like built it. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the deal. You know, quite as kept, Business Over Breakfast actually started before the Million Marathon. Okay, okay. So the, it started there and, you know, it was, it was for whatever reason, I guess people just took a liking to it early on. Um, mm-hmm. And we would go Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, every single day. We just reduced it to Tuesday to Thursday. But it started and it would, and it would, it, the funny thing was that we would even have bigger crowds because I guess Clubhouse was just massive at that time. But we had our own little niche, little world, and we would have anywhere from 600 to 1,000 people in the room at any given time. Um, of course, it's reduced since then. Now we're between the 300 to 500 range. And I met Nelson at, at that time, right? Because we would all do real estate rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would always be a part of business over breakfast from time to time and vice versa. We would do other real estate rooms. And then uh million marathon was something that we created together. Uh, it, it million marathon at his, in, at, 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 at his infancy was a real estate room as well. 
But then yeah. we came together to do more of a news style, debate news style. And it was me, Jerry, uh, Jonathan Bing, and Nelson. And at the beginning, it was mainly, I, guess, I would say me and Jerry that would do most of the mod in the room. And yeah. eventually it grew and it just kept growing. <laughs> And um, and now it's one of the biggest shows on Clubhouse. And of course, I'm not there as much, not because I don't want to. It's just a time thing. I have businesses. I have a lot of things going on. But, you know, it, I still pop in there every now and then and show support for Nelson because Nelson has kind of kept that brand going um, beyond, uh, you know, and, and Jerry has moved on different places and <laughs> We've all kind of, but we still go and pitch in whenever we can, um, you know, to show that support for the, for the original brand that kind of blew up our brands all collectively. So, and I think that I, that, that obviously helped uh, for people to see you a little bit more. And then when you kind of branched even more with Bob, even though you have like you still have a lot of people in that room, I don't care yeah. what you say. <laughs> Like every morning, at least I see at least like 300 to 500, like you were saying in there. So kind of talk about what, what type of topics you talk about in there. Cause it's not just real estate. It's no, not, just real estate in there. not at all. We talk about the whole entrepreneurial journey. So we talk about relationships, right? Our main focus is, is the, the entrepreneur's whole vibe that everything that goes on from relationships to business, right? To business opportunities, to mindset. We tackle all of those things. Basically, it, the focus is on the entrepreneur's whole self. Um, and, and that's what we, we tend to focus on. And we try to keep the conversations real. Um, we try to steer away from theory. I think a lot of times you'll, you'll run into some of these rooms where people are talking about business theory as if they haven't really done that business, but they they want to talk about it. It's like, oh, we're not going to do that here. We want to talk about real life situations that we deal with in business. And uh, that's what we focus on, you know, and it's not a lot of just feel goodery, right? We we talk about it from the ugly, the the, the good, the bad, all of it. And I think that is what has helped us remain um, as successful as we are, we are pretty much the number one morning show on the app right now. Um, and I think the reason why that is is because we just keep it raw, real, uncut, and we don't um, we don't put we don't talk theory. We talk actual facts, and you know, <laughs> that you can back up. And yes. You have no, and I know. I mean, you guys don't do this often, but I know that if you had to, you would put those links up that, like, legitimately could put those facts into, you know, fruition. Because oh, we've like, already we've done that. We do that. Yeah, we 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 put so many receipts out there. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, we're we're pa- you know we I'm not gonna say we passed that because I guess we're never passed it because you didn't see it. So <laughs> obviously, we need to put we need to start putting it back up there. But um, <laughs> you know. Over time, you know, we've we've definitely shared tons and tons of receipts and we try to be as receipt based as possible um, because that that's that that helps people, you know, and the mission there, you know, Danielle is really. We 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 try to orchestrate a room where it's no big eyes, no little use, 
We're all growing together. We're all learning together. Um, that's why, you know, it's, you know, and people have approached us about the whole mod thing, right? Because on our stage, <laughs> we don't mod anybody <laughs> other than the core group. And we do that for a reason. Mm-hmm. What I noticed, right, in a lot of these rooms is it becomes about, the mod bash becomes about the cool kids crowd and the cool kids club. And we wanted to eliminate all of those politics. And we wanted everybody that comes to our show to be about the value, be about the people, not about who has a mob badge, who doesn't have a mob badge. It, it, like, we don't want it to be about that. How can we serve the people every single time we step on that mic and we step on that stage? We're serving the people. And that's the primary focus. And we keep it like that. And we've, we've done that uh, for the last what, a little over a year now, consistently, we've never missed a day. And I think that, and I see it because like, I mean, you, if you go up, if you're allowed up on stage, you have a mic, you can unmute that, that green beam. I don't, I, I don't understand the whole concept of it. It gives you some type of authority. Yeah. It gives you an ability that obviously the person that opens the room trusts you, yeah. right? You have the ability to close the room and all that, but the fact that you have built this community where everybody has a voice and they see it, they don't need that being to express it. That means something 120% because I feel that, and you don't, you guys, you, you guys play off each other very well, but you make it a whole room type of situation. You said, who wants to, who else wants to chime in kind of thing? Exactly. Mod amongst mods, you know? So I, I, I want to honor you with that because like, totally, I respect that. Um, with you and your, your BOB team. Um, my next question for you, and by the way, I want to congratulate you because you were recently engaged. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, how, so, I mean, I know you were at a, your retreat, correct? Was it like at a retreat that you guys? Yeah, we had a mastermind in Mexico. Um, we, I mean, we booked this ridiculous hotel and uh, a bunch of my rich friends a bunch of my rich friends got together and uh we just had a blast and my lady had absolutely no idea that i was getting ready to pop the question and um i did i did i popped the question right there on the beach with the sandals with the toes out you know what i mean I saw the video and I thought it was so special. I mean, it was, it was perfect. And she, she was so surprised. Yeah. She was like, Oh my God, what are you doing right now? You know? (laughs) And your whole BOB squad was there, right? Or no? Everybody was there. The whole squad plus more. We had a lot of other uh, people attending the mastermind. It was a lot of people there. Um, It was, uh, we do a no stingy energy mastermind. Where we get some of the you know the top uh, entrepreneurs that we know, and we just get together and we just share trade secrets and we just pour into each other's, uh, learn from each other's businesses, different things like that. And it's it's just a dope, dope experience and vibe. So I want to like people that are listening right now and they they hear your success and where you're at now and like even with Clubhouse, have you how have you been successful with that and your businesses? For those that are not at that point, because it didn't just happen overnight, am I correct? Like you, you, you worked your, your butt off. Absolutely. Right? right. So what kind of, what kind of tips would you give 
to those aspiring entrepreneurs that are just at that spot of, am I, I'm, 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 I'm not successful yet. I'm getting frustrated. That frustration. Yeah. You know, um, one thing I say, Danielle, is that I, I don't feel that I have, have a magic ball. I don't think anybody does. You know, we talked about it today, right? Mm-hmm. How someone, everybody is going to face some type of obstacle, right? And one person is going to see that obstacle and look at it as a reason to keep going, a reason to be inspired, a reason to want to make a difference. And then another person is going to look at that same exact obstacle and they're going to look for every reason to be defeated, every reason to give up on their dreams, every reason why, you know what? I knew I was right. I shouldn't have done that in the first place, right? Everyone is going to have that that level of confirmation bias. It's just whether that confirmation bias is going to be rooted in defeat or it's it's going to be rooted in victory. And I think that as long as you approach the situation as, listen, I'm not that important. The universe is not picking on me specifically. Everybody is facing challenges, challenges, but the, 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 the issue is going to be whether I choose victory when I see my challenges and whether I'm going to keep going when I see my challenges or not, because everybody gets the opportunity to quit and come up with an excuse. It's just a matter of what decision are you going to make when you get hit in the face with that brick wall that says no to everything that you believe that you would be able to achieve. Mm -hmm. That was like, that was like a mic drop. I like, that was really good. I hope everybody was listening to that because that was, that was, if you are in that period, I think that was definitely helpful for sure. Um, as we kind of wind down um, on this conversation, I do want to ask you because I, when, so when you look at your, your fiance, right, and you look at your future family, what is that like legacy that you would want to live for them? You know, I just hope that I am as good as the father as my father was for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a very, very um, involved and diligent father and mother. And if I can just be as good as he was or even as half as good as he was, um, I, I feel like I'd be done done my job. I don't care if my children um, want to uh, make a ton of money or not. Um, I would hope that they at least want to, you know, inherit my legacy and be good stewards of it. But at the end of the day, I just want to raise functional adults that provide value to society and are not a burden on society. And if I can get that out of the deal, Danielle, I promise you, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I don't want to put unnecessary pressure on my children to be anything other than what they really want to be at their core. And um, if it's entrepreneurship, then that's even that's the cherry on top. You know what I mean? I think the key thing that you just said was like, I don't want to put pressure on on my kids because I mean, uh, there's so many individuals that, that, that their parents put that pressure to become that doctor, to become that, you know, teacher and so on. So I, I, I appreciate you saying that because I think that's super important to let them be, let them figure it out. So. absolutely. Well, I've seen that pressure break people too. So, you know, I have a brother, that, you know, if I'm just, if I got a moment to be transparent, I feel like, you know, some of that pressure um, can break people too. So you have to be careful. 
you know. Yeah, 120%, definitely. Um, now, I know my listeners are going to want to like reach out to you, send you DMs, but like, and I want, I want you to talk about the wealth community because we didn't even talk about that. Yes. So I'm going to put all the links in the show notes. So definitely uh, share all that. And I know you have the No Sin Deandrity podcast. There's so much going on. Share it all right now. <laughs> so I would say the best place to uh, reach me, of course, is on Instagram. That's where I'm, I'm, I'm very active and Clubhouse. Uh, so you just go to Byron the Investor. That's going to pop up. And those places will lead you to all the other places. Uh, but uh, also we do have the wealth community, which I believe is the dopest community, period. Um, we've had over a thousand people in and out of that thing at any given time. And essentially it's a networking hub for entrepreneurs to go to a place where you can network with people. You can do deals with people in a safe place. You can learn from entrepreneurs who have done amazing things and hear their story, hear their testimony, hear their methods, their strategies. Um, it's just phenomenal. I think everybody should be a part of it. And I'm not even just being biased. If I wasn't um, one of the curators of that space, I would be a part of a space similar to it. Uh, just because, I mean, it's just a cheat code. It's an easy cheat code. Uh, and also uh, the No Stingy Energy podcast, we record B.O.B., all of the, the sessions, and they all end up on that podcast. Uh, we were going to be on uh, uh, YouTube, live, streaming, Facebook, and LinkedIn soon. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's where you find us, you know. I know that you started that Facebook stream, and I think that's awesome. So, to, and I think you definitely need a YouTube channel 100% for that, definitely. Most definitely. Uh, but guys, please subscribe and and uh, post a review, five star review for them. Because I'm telling you, if you are not on Clubhouse, get on the podcast. So you can listen to it live, but obviously you're going to want Clubhouse because you want the you want the actual live experience. But definitely check the podcast out. Check the welcome community out. Check just Byron in general out because this is why I love having these types of interviews. I get to have these conversations with like hearted people. I don't say like-minded because we all have different aspects in, you know, businesses and stuff like, so like-hearted. And I'm just blessed to like have this chat with you, Byron. And I can't wait to see where you're going to go. I mean, you just started (laughs) and you're going to go even further. So, but I'm just grateful for you to just sit down with me and, and take a little time out of your day and talk to my listeners. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, I was able to get a chance to talk to you. Hopefully, we, now I want to hear you on the stage. I know. I got I to gotta talk more for sure on the stage. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but truly appreciate you. And if you guys love this episode, please share it on your socials. Tag the two of us and we'll show you back some love. But Byron, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm, that I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, they're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website, bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page, Bellamel Boutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.